Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. people down under the mark of the beast system. 
and systems like this. Uh, was that enough for me to make a jump? No, because uh, the truth is that uh, everything is mined. Your telephone calls, your cell phone calls, your fax machine transmissions, your emails, your landlines, everything is archived. Uh, they record it. They put it on uh, digital recording systems, and they keep these in large warehouses about the size of a Walmart. I had a guy once who told me that. He used to actually do maintenance on them, and I met him when he came over to install a satellite dish one time, a few years ago. This old technology. Okay, we've been able to do this for a long time. Okay? The artificial intelligence is up to speed to be able to do this. And we have the bandwidth. So, what's that mean? Well, it means that uh, every conversation goes through a filter. They run through supercomputers, and they look for buzzwords. And there's a list of buzzwords that if you trigger, a human operator will get online and listen to the message. And then what they'll do is they'll make a determination from there. If they need to start a uh, a, uh, a wiretap on you, okay? Uh, your cell phone has a GPS tracking device inside. A lot of the new phones. Other ones can simply be triangulated, okay, through the cell phone tower. And uh, your location can be determined. Even if you turn it off, they can remotely activate the sensoring device. You would actually have to take the chip, the SIM chip, out of the back and the battery just to play safe if you really wanted to go covert. The point I'm trying to make here is your location is known. You could be sitting at a table. You could have two cell phones, one that belongs to you and one that belongs to your friend. They're just sitting there on the table at a Starbucks you could be having a coffee, and if uh, you were the subject of a a, um, a roving wiretap, that was the word I was looking for, what they would do is simply access the cell phone they want that's closest to the person they want to, rec- they want to listen to a monitor and activate the microphone. You wouldn't even hear it ring. Now, they also do what's called trapping, where they'll call your landline at home it'll ring one time. By the time you get over there to pick it up, you know, you just hear a dial tone. Well... It's already activated your microphone. Now they can remotely listen to your house. Oh, it's just this old technology. Okay, you know, the, the movie with, um, uh, what was it? What was that movie? It came out about ten years ago. Um, uh, it draws a blank. It'll come back to me later. Uh, that was old technology. <laughs> you know the movie I'm talking about, right? <laughs> you know, uh, the guy Fresh Prince, right? That's too bad you can't speak to me. Well, yeah, you can. Maybe some of you know what I'm talking about in the chat room. Okay, where am I going with this? I'm just saying this stuff's old technology, right? So uh, that's the bottom line. Now, we're going to have a great program tonight, and we're going to do some warfare prayer momentarily. I see the chat room filling up. But let me go back to a break, give you a chance to recharge your coffee cups. I'll play a tune, and I should have Dr. Pat on the line. So stand by. It's going to be a great night. All right, you're back on the Omega Man Radio Network. Let me go to the line and get Dr. Pat. And by the way, that uh, movie I was thinking about is called Enemy of the State with Will Smith. You know, the technology that was out at that movie, and that was, what, 10 years ago? That was already 20 years old technology, folks, so we're very far advanced now. Dr. Pat, are you there? I'm right here. All right. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Uh, You're calling Mm -hmm. in using Skype technology. Amen. Thank God for my son. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. 
Dr. Pett, we would like to open up the program with prayer. Would you be so kind? Uh, certainly. Father, we just come before your throne with thanksgiving and praise in our hearts. We thank you for all that you're doing for your ministries. We thank you, God, for replacing that air conditioner, uh, giving us a totally free air conditioner, brand new today. And, Father God, we give you the glory for it, for you are a great God. And when we cry out to your throne, you hear us. And so every witch that worked powers to break that air condition is coming back. And, Father God, we just put a ring of fire around every listener. We put a ring of your Holy Ghost firewall uh, around uh, uh, Omega Man and myself. And we give you glory and praise God that all things are possible for those that believe you. We thank you tonight that you will open up ears to hear, eyes to see, and spiritual supernatural understanding. We bind the powers of the enemy and we bind Bozy. Uh, he cannot uh, attack anything in Jesus' name. Anything sent just goes back to where it comes from in the name of Jesus. And we give you praise. Amen. Amen. Uh Dr. Pat, uh, we've got a couple stories to share tonight. I'll, I'll start off with mine. Uh, okay. I was sitting at my laptop today, and I was uh, typing an uh, um, email message to uh, Brother Mike Thier over at uh, Hegewish, and I wanted to um, talk to him about a, getting some booklets uh, over to the Philippines. So, you know, with spiritual warfare matters. And lo and behold, as I'm typing this, and, uh, of course, if, if this request goes in, it would be a really death blow to the enemy over in the Philippines because we want to saturate that area with some booklets. And um, I see something out of the corner of my left eye, and I look, and there's a tiny black spider, and it's rapidly approaching my hand. It wants to mm. it wants to take a chop out of my finger. <laughs> oh, my God. So I jumped up, and I, I went to swat it, and it ran off, and it disappeared. And so I said, oh, my goodness, what's that about? And so I had to, you know, move everything and uh, got my vacuum cleaner out. And as I'm vacuuming, I saw him, and he saw me, and he started to run off. The next thing I know, <laughs> he was gone. But I honestly believe that was a witchcraft attack uh, because what what a time it came at. And uh, he, he was determined to uh, to bite me. Heaven forbid that was one of those black recluses. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, you get bit by the blows, you know, your flesh starts to deteriorate. Uh, so, right. you know, um, things like that. Have you encountered um, witchcraft and, you know, spider attacks and things like that as you do ministry? Oh, all kinds of things like that. I, I remember uh, my sister and I went on the road ministering some years back, and uh, we came into this woman's house. And the house of fleas kept biting us on our legs, and uh, we put our legs up on our coffee table. And finally, my sister says, you know, you want to get the pest control people out here. Uh, this is awful that your your cats are so have so many fleas. And she says, oh, my cats don't have any fleas. And uh, Max said, well, they've been biting us ever since we walked in the house. So, uh, 
we, I took authority over those fleas and commanded them to die in the name of Jesus, and they died. But when I got home, my husband told me, he said, I don't know what happened, honey. He said, but all of a sudden there were fleas all over our house, and I had to call the bug killer. And wow. so, uh, you know, the same things that go on uh, when Moses was setting the captives free, the same bug attacks and uh, goes on. They know how to use those things. They use flies and roaches and spiders and and all kinds of things. And so, uh, if it moves, just take authority over it. If it's a spirit, what'll happen is when you take authority and bind it, it'll just disappear right in front of your eyes. Uh, I've seen that happen many times. Uh, flies, uh, particularly, uh, because Beelzebub is the Lord of the flies. So, yeah, that's, that, that could have been a spirit coming to attack you, but God shows us all things, doesn't he? He sure does, and, uh, he showed me, and, uh, and of course that, uh, that fly, uh, excuse me, that, uh, spider, he, he's no longer breathing. <laughs> Well, you know, I've come across yeah. a lot of these spiders, you know, um, and, you know, we had uh, one guy wrote in, he said, uh, uh, a snake shows up on his uh, curb with its head cut off, and then it disappeared and uh, for about two weeks, and he said the other day it was sitting on his uh, front porch. Yeah. And this particular person has a camera, so he went back on the DTR tape looking for somebody, you know, that would have brought it up there, and uh, all he managed to see was a cat. But what's strange is a cat will be running around with a, a dead snake for about two weeks. Yeah, so that's right. Maybe that thing has been manipulated through some witchcraft and, uh, you know, given an assignment. Because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you can have animals that uh, have demonic spirits. Oh, absolutely. I remember some years back, I went over to this man's house, uh, to uh, several of us did, to uh, clean the house out. And we prayed for him and cleaned his house out of idolatry. And uh, as we uh, prayed, I turned around, and he had this little dog, and the little dog was in a cage. And the little dog was just trembling and shaking. I said, what's wrong with your dog? He says, I've never seen the dog do that before. So we took authority over the spirits in the dog, and the dog just cooled down. Uh, you know, if you're in the deliverance ministry and uh, witches um, come and scan you uh, and scan your place before they attack you, just see if they can get away with it. If they'll see an animal around, a lot of times they will just put the spirits in the animal because they can't get them in you. And uh, so it's good for you to pray for your animals, just like you would a child, because, uh, uh, you know, you need protection in every way, because if they put a spirit in an animal, when you go to sleep at night, then that spirit comes out and runs all around the house and does things. You know, spirits can actually uh, manipulate material things, uh, I, re- I remember one time I was on the bed, and all of a sudden, I heard in an audible voice, move, and I rolled over, and as I rolled over, a chandelier fell on the bed, 
And so evidently a spirit had um, unscrewed that chandelier to make it fall on me. Uh, they wow. can take things and they can hide them from you. They can um, sometimes uh, you'll miss a ring or a piece of jewelry or or your Bible or anything, and and uh, you just pray and ask the Lord to put it where you can see it. Uh, there was a lady in our prayer meeting, and she had lost her diamond ring. So I said, oh, no bother. Uh, God finds those things all the time when we pray. And so I prayed that God would put that ring where she could find it. So he told her to get in her car, and she uh, he told her to go down Atlantic Boulevard. And she got to a certain place, and he said, stop right here. And she stopped. He said, get out the car. She gets out the car, and her diamond ring is right there in the middle of the highway. Now, how in the world could that happen? Unless he was trying to show her that he could he could find things and put them anywhere. Uh, I was Amen. ministering uh, one time, and I came out of, uh, out of out of another state and came home. And I noticed that my ring was missing that my husband gave me. And uh, it was a big uh, amethyst, big, huge amethyst. And so I said, oh, God, I hate to lose that. You know, Dad gave me that. So the next day I, I came into the kitchen and I looked down in the drain and I saw something that didn't look right. So I reached down and picked it up. And it was that amethyst, but it was all dirty, like like it had been lost in a, a pile of dirt or, or oil or something. So uh, uh, God can do all things. And uh, you see, uh, Brother Bruce, that's what God wants to show the people that are listening tonight. Uh, you said that uh, we were going to begin a school on um, deliverance. Yes. And uh, before somebody can uh, go into deliverance, they need to learn very basic things. But uh, the main thing that they need to learn is really who Jesus Christ is. Because, uh, you see, we have an absolute dependency on Jesus when we're in a deliverance session or if we're praying for people, we have to be able to actually touch into the mind of God. And uh, the Bible shows us very clearly uh, in Ephesians chapter 1, and I, I advise everybody tonight listening to study that chapter. Just study it. Get it in your heart because that's the secret, really, to spiritual warfare. And uh, in that particular chapter, it shows Jesus sitting in the seat of power, and it shows Paul praying for the church. And he's praying that their wisdom and their understanding of their inheritance, that they could know what it is. And so, of course, the inheritance is to be able to walk with the connection between the believer and Jesus Christ so that that, that divine connection 
and it, he's seated on the right hand of God the Father in the seat of power, that divine protection, that connection, connects you to the power of the universe. Now, if you can, if you can emblazing in your mind and in your spiritual heart that you are connected to the power of the universe, you can do all things in Christ Jesus. And so Paul tells them that he's sitting there in the seat of power, giving his power to us who believe. So that's where we walk when we receive his power to us who believe. That's when we're able to rise up, and if we believe it, we can walk in the powers of the world to come. Now, what I've seen uh, ever since I've been saved is uh, a weak, uh, defeated uh, church. Pastors are preaching about things that don't mean a hill of beans. Uh, saints are never taught about who they are in Christ or prayer or spiritual warfare or anything else. And that's why the devil has been able to move in and literally through uh, 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 imitating Holy Ghost, Kundalini Spirit, to take over many churches and much territory in America from Christians. Now, some of those Christians are very, very good people, and they love the Lord. The problem is, is they don't know anything. And so, therefore, they're getting beat up and battered and pushed and shoved because nobody that they're connected to hardly knows anything. The pastors usually don't know too much. Um, when they teach, they teach uh, little Bible studies uh, like uh, you would to a Sunday school child, teaching them little like the story of Samson and Delilah, and of course they teach it from a fleshly point of view, and you never get the significance of how does that tie in to our life today. You see, the way I teach the Word of God, it is important to us today because the Bible says Jesus is the same today, yesterday, today, and forever, and it says he doesn't change. So who is doing the changing? It's us. We're the ones that uh, decided that the Word of God wasn't important anymore. We're the ones that don't read the Bible and watch football games and uh, uh, television. Uh, we're the ones that let the Illuminati print uh, false Bibles and put them in all the churches in the country and put the light out to the people where they're, they have no power. Uh, you see, you have to fight for spiritual knowledge. The people that are on the uh, chat room tonight and listening over the air tonight, the ones that will pull the MP3 down, these people have to fight for time that they can do that. They have to want to be able to hear this message. Because if they don't, the devil will have them so busy that they won't be able to turn their computers on. 
People will ring up their houses. Uh, relatives all of a sudden will call with a mega problem. The kids start crying out. All kinds of things happen. The neighbor knocks on the door. He knows how to keep us so that we are not singly minded to go to the throne of Jesus Christ. So you have to put it in your head that I'm going to Jesus first. And uh, you have to, today I was having to work on some stuff for the ministry, and I just had to ignore the phone call most of the day because I'm working on a deadline for some things. But you have to know what is important. If uh, you are in a uh, baseball game, you have to know what is the important ball that you know how to hit to get it out there so you can at least get on base. That's the way Christianity is. You've got to run after God. Now, once you're running after God and you begin to feel him working with you and you feel his presence when you pray, and, uh, you know, Ephesians 2 says we are sitting in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Now, you know, many people just read that, and then they read the next verse, and they don't get that verse. What is that verse saying to you? It's saying that right now, while you are alive, you can sit at the throne room of Jesus Christ in heavenly places. Now, if you can get that into your heart and you have the understanding that when you go to intercessory prayer and that you are now sitting in heavenly places with Jesus, it's going to make a difference in your prayer life. If you're in a deliverance session, And you get it in your heart, I am sitting in heavenly places with Jesus. It's going to make all the difference in the world in how you approach and handle that devil. Now, see, devils are just fallen beings. And we're serving the great mighty king of the universe that's already won the battle. Jesus is not going to beat on the devil anymore. He's already won it. What he said to Peter, he said, Peter, thou art a rock. And he said, I'm going to build the church on the foundation of a big rock. uh, That scripture comes out, little rock, big rock. Peter is the little rock. And Jesus is the big rock. And the big rock is the foundation of the church. So you have to have the foundation set in your heart that you know who Jesus is. And then once you begin to experience the the power of of your prayer life, you begin to see your prayers answered. You begin to see devils move when you tell them that they must move. You see, devils, I treat them just like I treat a dog. I mean, they're not important. Uh, They're not superior to me because I'm seated in heavenly places with Jesus, and they can do nothing to me unless I let them do it. So 
you have to have to get it in your mind and in your heart how powerful, how big, and who Jesus is before you can do anything. That's the basic foundation. Bishop Canco uh, told us that as a wizard, now you've got to understand that Bishop Canco was one of the highest orders of, of witchcraft power in the world. Now we're not talking about a little coven here. We're talking about a man trained to rule on a throne of his country in the spiritual realms. Now, whenever this man, uh, he told us, he said uh, that they are trained down in the bottom of the, the, the sea, the city under the sea. And he said but they do their work up on land. And what they do up on land is, they do the bidding of the devil, and uh, they uh, are assigned certain things. So he told us that whenever a Christian or a person becomes born again, he said they're full of zeal, and they just want to please their Lord. And he said there's two angels that stand in front of them, and they have a... Uh, uh, sword in their hand and the sword twirls and goes right in front of those Christians and as they're hot that sword is going very quickly he said however he said we watch them from a distance he said as they cool down as they begin to grow cold he said those swords begin to slow down and he said uh then, he said, as it slows way down, he said, when the sword comes slowly around and it, it's on its way back up, he said, we send the demons in and the demons go right in. You see, you have to be hot for Jesus to have that protection that we're talking about. But then, he also told us, he said, we watch we watch from a distance, he said, uh, two months, three months, six months, uh, as far out as five years watching that uh, Christian, uh, waiting for that Christian to fall so that they can take over that body again. Wow. And so Christians have to understand not only do they have divine authority in Christ, but they also have divine protection in Jesus. He knows how to protect his flock. He's not a sorry shepherd. And sometimes Christians treat the devil like, man, they're so powerful. Oh, my goodness. You know, this one's hard to get out. That one can't leave. Let me tell you, a demon must obey the name of Jesus. There is no devil in the world that can stand against the name of Jesus. Now, what gives them the authority to stand against the name of Jesus if a pastor or a leader is using that name is this. It's the level of that person's faith. If they don't have that level of faith to move the demon, the demon will stand against the commands 
and that demon will try to wear that person down. It, it, I can compare it to a little boy because I have one. And he used to come in and say, Mommy, can I have this? And I'd say, No, son, just go and pop. Mommy, can I have this? And he'd just bug you until finally he said, Oh, go get it. You see? Demons are like yes. that too. And they'll try to wear you down. Well, you have to have a firm faith that the name of Jesus is above every name in the universe, according to Philippians. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So if he's Lord, he's Lord over every devil in the world. He's Lord over Satan himself. Now, understanding spiritual warfare and Jesus' position in spiritual warfare, I'm going to give you an illustration. Um, whenever Jesus begins to come back on his big white horse, he has all of his saints following him behind. And uh, the picture in the book of Revelation, y'all have to look these scriptures up because I'm trying to move along very fast for you. Uh, in the book of Revelation, it says that the angel appears, and he's so big that his whole body covers the sun. Now, just get that in your mind. An angel is so big that he covers the whole sun. That's wow. big, isn't it? that's huge. And so... What happens is Jesus is coming back to take dominion over the earth. Now, whenever he died on the cross, he said, it is finished. And uh, what he said over in Colossians, he said, um, he said that he has already defeated Satan and made an open show of him. So what he's telling us through the scriptures is my job is finished on this earth, but I have planted a church here, and the church will run by my anointed men and women, and they shall get their powers from me, directly from my throne. So therefore, even though I'm at the, uh, at the throne, their connection to me anoints them to do the same things that I did. That's what it all means. Now, going back to Jesus is on his way to earth and the big angel that covers the throne, I mean covers the sun, you see that Jesus heads right to Israel. And when he goes to Israel, his foot touches the mountain the mountain splits. Uh, Zechariah says the Jew will look and see the Messiah and weep like a mother that has lost her son. And the Bible shows that the angel captures the Antichrist, uh, Apollyon, the spirit in the Antichrist, and the false prophet at the, at the Battle of Armageddon. And uh, so, therefore, 
uh, Jesus never lifted his sword. He defeats the Antichrist by the word of his double-edged sword, which is uh, his word, and it's a word of mercy and judgment. And so when you, when you see Jesus speak, the angel comes and capture, captures those three personalities. Well, the reason I'm giving you this illustration is that is exactly how the deliverance ministry operates. We use the name of Jesus. We speak to the demon. We speak judgment on the demon. We speak the word of God. We speak in the name of Jesus. We speak under the anointing of Jesus and his power, and the devils must and have to obey. They have no choice in the matter at all. And so when you understand that, and it takes time, sometimes you'll go into a battle, and you have a great victory. And you come out of that battle, and you think, oh, I got it all together now. I've got these devils on the run. I am a champion in Christ, all things I can do by his name. And let me tell you something. Something will come up that will demand more power, more anointing, more faith than you had to have for that last victory. So... What you have to do is you have to keep your word, your yourself filled up with the word of God. You have to walk under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. You have to walk with uh, the uh, word in your mouth so that you can speak it at an instance. Here's what John fourteen thirteen says, and whatsoever. You shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. That's verse 14. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. And then there's other verses, John 16:23, Ephesians 5:20, and Colossians 3:17. So, What he's saying is that every victory that we as his people get, his name is glorified on this earth. Every time that you defeat a devil, your name is not glorified. The Holy Ghost is not glorified. You know, a whole bunch of people are glorifying angels in the Holy Ghost now, they say. But the Holy Ghost... His job is to turn people to Jesus and to let them know who Jesus is because Jesus is the one that can save them. The Holy Ghost didn't die on the tree for them, you see. So anybody that you see exalting the Holy Ghost instead of the name and power of Jesus, then they're they're off track. They don't know what they're talking about. And so that his name will be glorified. Now, here you are. You're serving in the kingdom of God. You're serving the God of the universe, the only God of the universe. And there he is sitting in his majesty. 
And all you've got to do is lift your voice and speak his name. This is why uh, you've seen me tackle devils in the church. You People don't see me up there screaming at devils. They don't see me getting emotional when a devil surfaces. Uh, I don't. I don't start like uh, you remember the uh, Pentecostal uh, people when they prayed, they'd they'd holler at God and (laughs) and they would uh, uh, mash at their teeth and uh, do all kinds of stuff trying to get God's attention. Let me tell you something: if you're a child of God, you've got His attention. His eye is on you at all times. Yes, and if you believe it. His power is on you at all times. Amen. Uh, one of the things that stunned Kenko about me is that he said, I just don't understand somebody that's not, you know, talking real loud to the devil. Uh, I can't understand that. And I said, well, Bishop Kenko, it's not how loud you scream at the devil. I said, it's the name of Jesus. And the devil knows that you know the power of that name. And so emotions, I don't minister with emotions because I'm a woman. And if I if I was an emo, if I got emotional, I would never get the job done. So I just have to depend on the power and the name of Jesus. And let me tell you, it works every time because His name is glorified, not mine. I, I don't care if people don't like me because I don't get up there and put a big show on. I just quietly move along with whatever God tells me to do. Uh, I used to go in uh, churches in America and cast out devils all the time, and the pastors didn't even know I was casting out devils because I moved in the authority, and the devils left instantly. You, uh, you took care of business before they even knew what hit them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the best method. Exactly. Now, you remember when uh, Jesus was uh, on the earth, one of the things that we as ministers must remember is that we're human beings, and Jesus was in a human body. And remember, every now and then, he would separate himself from the crowd and he would go up into the mountains and get alone with his father. He was doing that because he desired the friendship and the love and the relationship that he had with his father. And sometimes whenever you come alone to be with God, it's precious. It's a precious time that just you and God in the universe are fellowshipping together. And those are the times that God can speak to you and show you things that are going to come and show you things that he desires of you. And you come out of the presence of God, you're reunited, you're re-anointed, and you're ready to face the battle again. I think a lot of us get so busy in our ministries that we neglect that relationship with God. It's through that relationship that you're going to understand the need to get directions from God. And uh, if you just go willy-nilly 
about your ministry and you see a problem and you say, you know, I'm I'm going to go over there and handle that problem. I see it. Well, see, if that problem is there because of a curse of God that is on that person's life for hating him, and you go over there and you're trying to take the curse off before God has dealt with his heart, you're doing no good at all. Yes. So you have to be directed by God where to go and what to do once you get there so that you don't expend yourself and your spiritual power and energy because if you do, you'll become defeated. Uh, I always like to think about the spirit of Elijah. And Elijah went up on that mountaintop. God had prepared him for that battle by the brook of Cherub. So when he went up on that mountaintop, and after he defeated the uh, the Jezebel's uh, guards, uh, her idolater worshippers of Baal, what happened was he came to the king and told him to prepare rain was coming because he had defeated the gods of Jezebel. And so the Bible shows him praying. And his uh, his servant comes and says, you remember a hand is in the sky? He said, go tell the king to prepare because rain is coming. And the Bible shows him getting up and running to before the chariot of, uh, of uh, the king. Now, what you miss there is that you never see God telling him to do that. Up until that point of his life, he had the mind of God. At that point of his life, after the great victory that God had directed him to, he still had the mighty anointing, the mighty power, and he misused that power and that anointing because he ran before the chariot of the king under the power and the anointing that was still there. Whenever you have a, a supernatural victory and you defeat the demons, you, the, the anointing, uh, Pastor uh, Drake used to say, I have to come down. That means you have to wait until God's anointing lifts so that you can be normal again. And so you still have that anointing on it, and you must not abuse the anointing. That's the time that you come away and you sit and you get your next assignment. Now what do I do, God? Because, see, what he was doing is he was running in his own might and knowledge of what he was going to go and defeat Jezebel because he had just defeated the gods up on the mountain. And so we see from that that as he drew near the city, uh, he had supernatural eyes, and he could see those devils over the city that were ruling over the city. And he had defeated the gods of the mountains. The gods of the mountains would be weaker than the gods in a, a sinful city 
because there's more people there. And people are the ones that give the demons or what they call gods their powers. Demons don't give us power. We give them our power when we sin. So therefore, what happened was that when the king told Jezebel uh, that uh, he had defeated her prophets, the Bible says he'll be. De- she said he'll be dead by the night. And so when that happened, uh, she sent a messenger, and messenger in the word of God means angel. So she sent a messenger, a fallen angel, or the power over the city. And the Bible says when he saw that, he turned around and ran. He never ran from Jezebel, as many preachers say. He ran from that, the messenger. So, and then from there on, it's all about how God dealt with him so that he could bring back his anointing to him. But the point that I want to get to you is this. Demons have different levels of power. Some are, 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 are easy to get rid of. Some are harder to get rid of. And Jesus talked about it when he said, Oh, these come out through prayer and fasting. Yes. And so anybody that's in a deliverance ministry and you think that you're going to be the most powerful person in the world, but you're not going to pray and you're not going to fast, you're going to run out there and do it because you saw Pastor Pat do it or you saw Bruce Lee do something. So you're just going to go do what they do and then it will work for you. Spiritual things don't work that way. You see it over in the book of uh, Acts, uh, the book of Sceva, when they came on the scene, they saw God's apostles healing the sick, casting out devils, and preaching the word of God. And so they thought, oh, well, we'll just, we'll just exercise these people in the name of Jesus. Yes. And when they used the name of Jesus, the Bible says, the demons came out of the person and jumped on the people using the name of Jesus and tore their clothes off. Now, what was going on there, it was a u- illegally use of power. It was illegally using the name of Jesus. And the name of Jesus is only for the believer yes. in prayer and in uh, authority and actions and preaching. It's all done in his name. So when you use the name of Jesus, you have to see that in our day and time, Christians have always prayed in the name of Jesus, and yet they're failures. They they say these little, now I lay me down to sleep prayers, like their mommies taught them when they were little kids, and nothing ever happens to them. But if you can get just a glimpse of the power of the name of Jesus, and that when you speak the name of Jesus, it will and must happen if you believe it. Your whole life will change Amen. because you'll begin to use that name. I remember 
a little black lady came into our meeting one year, and uh, she told this story. She said, we were having a prayer meeting, and she said, we were at the street level, you know, and she said, all of a sudden, the door whipped open, and she said, a man off the street came rushing in with a knife in his hand, and she said, the minister stood tightly clutching his Bible and uh, to his chest, just like it was gold, she said. And uh, the man ran over to the pastor and had the knife right up to his neck. And she said they were all very, very scared, but they didn't know what to do, she said. So they began to just say, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. And she said, all of a sudden, that insane man, something invisible pinned him down on the floor. And she said, and then within minutes, the door opened, another man came in and took that man and drug him out of that meeting. That's the power of the name of Jesus. And you see, I've had many instances like that over my life. I remember one time we were in Washington, D.C., and uh, a friend of uh, a lady up there that had heard about me, she'd never met me before, she came over and uh, she said, you're Pat Holliday? And I said, yes. She said, look, we've been praying for this waiter, and uh, he's uh, homosexual. So when he came up to our table today, we started witnessing to him about Jesus. And he wants to come at my room tomorrow at 3 o'clock and get delivered. She said, would you come and help me deliver this man? I said, oh, I'd be happy to do that. So I go up into her room, and exactly 3 o'clock, the man comes in. As soon as he comes into the room... She starts uh, talking to him or counseling him like. And uh, I, I just sat there, didn't say anything. All of a sudden, he walked over to a table and he picked up a knife and he started running at me with that knife. And I said, I bind you in the name of Jesus. And he stopped instantly. And he had that knife. And uh, so the devil, I could hear him say, you might can stop him, uh, but he belongs to me. And he said, I'm going to kill him. And the guy put the knife up to his throat. He said, and tomorrow, every newspaper in the country is going to say, two middle-aged women (laughs) in a Washington (laughs) hotel room (laughs) kills this homosexual man. (laughs) Uh, And I said, I forbid you, I forbid you, devil, to kill him. So he was struggling, trying to, to kill him. And I said, Lord, send an angel in and rescue this man. An angel came in the room, took the knife, out of the man's hand and uh, threw it across the room. And so the man broke down and started weeping. And he said, ladies, why did I do that? He said, I don't want to kill you. I, I don't want to do this. 
And so, long story short, we ministered Jesus and he received Jesus. This man was raised in a Christian church, and he told us that he was in the choir, and he was forever polluting the young men in the church. And he said, finally, he felt so bad about what he was doing in the church, he left the church and went and lived in the homosexual community. Wow. And so uh, this same man called... Uh, the lady that was uh, that I was in her room. She owns a string of television stations up in North Carolina. Her name was Thompson, as I can remember. But um, he ca- called her, and he came up there. She gave him a job, and he. The last time I heard anything from her, he was still working in that television station. You see, we're supposed to be transformers of life. We're supposed to show people that the power of Jesus Christ can transform their lives. He can totally take a broken person and make them into a spiritual giant. But they're going to have to pay a price to do it, and the price is give it all up. Give everything to Jesus. Sit before his throne. Pray. Intercede. Uh, You could start out by interceding for the radio ministry, interceding for the finances of these ministries, Uh, intercede uh, uh, protecting them. Every time you learn something, go and do it, and you'll see that all of a sudden you'll begin to see God do the most amazing things. We were praying the other night for the election in our prayer meeting at the church. Yes, I wanted to be sure of that. I'm aware of uh, that they prepack all of the voting machines and that the uh, that the uh, country uh, uses um, computers to steal elections, and uh, so I uh, prayed or uh, we prayed and. We said, Lord, uh, break their voting machines so that they cannot get their candidates in. Next day, headlines, New York. Uh, Bloomberg, the mayor, is livid at the election uh, department because the machines will not work. <laughs> you That'll show you the power of prayer. Yeah, and you've got that same power. Amen. The, and, uh... the witches. The witches that we remember when the five witches got saved that yes. week, the 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 witches came and attacked uh, uh, Bruce Lee, Keltner, and myself that week. They attacked me by shutting my uh, my air conditioner off, and um, they attacked you. I forgot what they did, but I remember us praying and Keltner too. But let me tell you what God did. My air conditioner, we've been in that building for 15 years. It's an antique. Uh, the man was going to have to build parts to get it up and going again. So in order to just get it up and going again, it was going to cost us about $3,000. So we had this man in our church, and he started looking around and he found a company that 
would sell us a second-hand air conditioner and put it in for $1,000. So I said, well, let's just do that. So they come out. The guy comes in and says, my God, how long have you all been here? We said, well, we've been here 15 years. He said, you know, this is just disgraceful. He said, he said uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to donate this church a brand-new air conditioner, and my workers are going to put it in with no labor charges. So today we got a five or $6,000 air conditioner. So thank you, witches. Hey, thank you, witches. <laughs> yes, uh, and by the way, you were talking about paying a price. Uh, the demon is going to pay a price right now. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I bind the strong man. And all the listeners right now, we've got some occultic listeners right now, we bind a strong man in you, and I bind all the demons underneath you to the strong man, and I command you to go into a cage right now in Jesus' name. We're going to get you some relief tonight. And we bind uh, Bozy. We bind voices speaking into the minds of the people. We ask God that you open up their spiritual eyes, their spiritual ears, that they can hear these conversations. Amen. And these are, are radio shows that you need to go back and listen over again, and maybe even several times, and God will show you things each time you listen to them. Now, Absolutely. witches, let me give you a message tonight. We love you. Yes. Bishop Canco was one of the highest level witches in the world, wizards. Uh, you can get my book called Witch Doctor and the Man, uh, City Under the Sea on Amazon, and uh, it's in softbook now. Buy one for yourself and one for your best friend because you're going to learn the power of God when you see that Jesus Christ appeared to this man and saved. It took him across the street by, the, by his pants. An unseen hand walked him across that street to the Assembly of God Church, sat him down in the back of that church, and he told me what went on inside of him. Whenever the music was going, he was absolutely being tormented by the demons. Get out of here. Don't listen to these rebels. You know we hate these rebels. Get up and run out. Oh, how we hate them. And trembling, sitting there as one of the highest witches in the world, trembling at the word of God, the name of Jesus, the power of real Christian music. Not these rock bands, not this third wave stuff going around, real Christian music worshiping our Lord Jesus. And then at the end, the unseen hand, taking him up to the front, standing him in front of the uh, preacher, and the preacher says, I bind you, I bind you. You can do no dirty work here. And he says, do you want to get saved? And Bishop Kansko said, yes. He gets saved. He goes back to his hotel room and sleeps for three days. The reason he slept for three days is demons don't let him sleep but for 15 minutes increment time oh my because he wants to keep the body weak so that he can totally subject the man or the woman under his powers. He will not let them eat any protein 
so that their bodies are weak. That's why we have this. Don't eat any meat. Well, I don't eat meat much, but that's not why. But uh, the point being is that Bishop Kenko, the man, he called him. That's the name of the book is The Witch Doctor and the Man. The man comes into his room and appears to him. He's got a crown of thorns around his head, blood dripping down his head, bloody hands. And Bishop Kenko got up out of that bed in terror and ran across the street to the preacher's house. And he knocked on the door. He said, Pastor, Pastor, man come. Can I sleep in the bed with you and your wife tonight? <laughs> Honest, this house, it's in the book. And the pastor says, uh, no. And he calmed him down and ministered to him. He said, you go back. And if the man comes, he said, ask the man what he wants. So he goes back. And the man appears again. And this time, the man says, uh, Vagalese, he said, I'm Jesus. He said, I saved you out of great darkness. My church is in great power. And they need to know my power. Yes. And he said, you are going around the world to tell the church about deliverance and the power of God. And so you see who has the superior power. And even though he was in abject submission to the powers of those demons, let me tell you, when Jesus Christ appeared to him, fear came on him. And I can tell you honestly, I have preached for many years, and I've seen demons come into the church, uh, demon-possessed people take one look at me, turn around, and run out of the door. (laughs) I've seen them run from me. But I'm telling you, I've yes. never run from a demon since I've been saved. Praise God. If, if, if God can fill me and anoint me and give me faith and confidence and power to serve him, he can do the same thing for you. But yeah. the difference in me and a lot of Christians is I went all the way. I did it his way. Not like Frank Sinatra saying, I did it my way. You can't get power doing it your way. That's Amen? Right. Amen. Elvis tried to do it his way. Uh, he's probably <laughs> wishing he had done it Jesus' way. If you're tuning in right now, you're listening to uh, Omega Man Radio Network. We've got Pastor Dr. Pat Holliday on tonight uh, doing her first class in the School of Deliverance. Uh, to the listeners out there, we've got a jam-packed um, chat room tonight, Dr. Pat. Praise yeah. God. We've got a lot of people that turned yeah. up for school tonight. Um, Dr. Pat, go ahead and give out uh, your website address and your contact information for those just tuning in who would like to contact you. My uh, website, you can find me on patholiday.com, and you can find uh, our church ministry on the Internet, uh, miracleinternetchurch.com. We have a lot of MP3s teaching on deliverance and all kinds of things, and also uh, TV shows. Uh, I understand Bruce may come down and be on my TV show soon. Is that right, Bruce? It's a a distinct possibility. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll tear Jacksonville. <laughs> and um my uh, email is holiday with two L's dot pat at gmail dot com. And uh then I have my newsletters are over on remnant resource network dot org. And you just go on that website, and he has a link there saying Pat Holiday's web, uh, newsletters. And uh, this probably looks to me at least maybe maybe a hundred, hundred fifty newsletters up there. Those yeah. are all free. The MP3s are free, and the uh, television programs are free. And you can even find me singing up there on my web page uh, if you look. Uh, but uh, we do charge for our e-books. Now, we have a street ministry in Jacksonville, and it's in a very poor section of town. And we put it there to minister to the uh, drug addicts and to the people that are very, very poor. And we would appreciate you interceding that they'll come if they'll come, God will furnish the money for the ministry. But the books, all the money from the books, go into uh, the to uh, doing things in that little church there, because those people really can't afford to to give you a dime. In fact, many times we're giving them dimes. So yes. we wish we could give them dollars, but we're giving them dimes. Let me but, share with uh, you. Um... Folks, why deliverance is so important. You know, some people believe that deliverance isn't for today. Christians can't have a demon. Uh, that's all you do is talk about demons. Let me tell you something. If it were not for deliverance pioneers such as Dr. Pat Holliday and a handful of others, I, re- I, I really say handful because I don't know of too many out there that have this understanding that are actually doing deliverance like Dr. Pat has been doing for several decades. And um, if... If it were not for them, we would be in some real trouble. In fact, we are in a lot of trouble, Dr. Pat. I'll give you a true story. This happened last night. I got a call from uh, Pastor Johnny Ova, him and another minister. They received an emergency call. This little girl, she was about eight years old. She goes to summer camp, comes back, and she's not herself. In fact, there's something else there (laughs) manifesting. Uh, The girl starts to have erratic behavior and uh, gets violent. She wants to uh, take chunks out of her arm. She starts biting on herself, tries to bite off her toes. Oh, my God. Um, They take her to the hospital. Uh, Fast forward, she's in an intensive care unit last night. They don't know what has gone gone wrong with this girl. She's normal one day. When she goes to camp, she comes back totally different child. And so, you know, the doctors are trying to psychoanalyze her, and she's just getting worse and worse. Well, the door of opportunity presented itself, and uh, Oban, the other minister, they go in, and they actually got to the hospital late. And in a lot of hospitals, you can't get up into these emergency room wards after 9. You know, they'll have those uh, doors that are unlocked electronically. Well, they go in, and the door is unlocked. They walk right through. Uh, nobody stops them. They go right into the emergency room. Uh, intensive care unit, where the little girl's at with her mother. And the mother had given her from, given permission to come in. They get in there, and they assess the situation. This little girl is everything they'd heard. 
You look at her arms, there are bite marks on it. Um, oh, my God. She was just in a terrible shape, eight years old. Well, they knew what it was, and it was a demonic spirit. So they discerned it, started to, you know, talk to her and kind of love on her and said, you know, Jesus loves you. And every time they would say Jesus, she would look at them and she would spit at them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jesus loves you. And she would just spit. And she would start to manifest. Well, they said that we want to pray for you. And as they said that, uh, the girl's behavior started to change. And she got really nervous and, you know, started to jump around. And they immediately uh, wasted no time. They started to bind the demons in Jesus' name. And the thing went ballistic. Um, she she was flopping all over the floor. They they were laying hands on her. She jumps up and he says, "I pour the blood of Jesus over you from head to toe." And at that point in time, the girl gets up and they set something out of the exorcist. She starts foaming out of the mouth, and they continue to pray. And then all of a sudden, she just lets out a scream, and it can be hear, heard all down the hall. The doctors and the nurses run in. They say, "What's happened?" And the next thing you know, they said, we've got to hold her down. And it's, they've got four or five people trying to hold this little girl down. And Johnny said that she was so strong that it was all he could do to keep from getting thrown against the wall. The doctor said, we've never seen anything like this. You know, get the injections. So <laughs> he says, uh, "Don't please, don't, don't inject her. We're doing deliverance here. It's demonic spirit. Well, the doctor didn't listen. He injected with 25 milligrams of the most high-powered um narcotic they could find. Sedative is the word I was looking for. Did not even phase her. One doctor looked to the next and said, do we give her another one? He said, I just gave her 25 milligrams. And, uh, you know, Oba and the other, they said, this is not something you're going to be able to treat with drugs. This girl's got demonic spirit. And, you know, they kind of looked at them like they'd lost their mind, and they continued to try to pray, but then uh, it just got a higher and higher shrill scream in this little girl, and Finally, they called security and kicked him out of the uh, the hospital. So that's the sad part about it. The the, yeah. the um, they were seeing deliverance, but uh, they they went as far as they could go at that point in time. Uh, and the reason Would I mention know? that, folks, is that we don't know what happened. Maybe she played with the Ouija board, Doctor Pat. Something went on down there at that camp. But when you got your eight year old daughter in intensive care and she's trying to bite off her toes and your arms, and then you say, well, let me pick up the phone and call the televangelist that I support. Maybe I can get, uh, you know, Brother KC on the telephone line. Or <laughs> I'm not going to mention names yeah. tonight, folks. Folks, you never get through to them. And then people want to criticize the deliverance ministry. Who are you going to call when your daughter is in that intensive care unit and uh, there's not anything that a doctor can prescribe to help her out? You need right. seasoned deliverance ministers. You need to know about the Deliverance Ministry yourself. And that's why we're doing this school tonight. Let me throw it back to you. Uh, let me tell you, I heard your interview with uh, Johnny Ova, and I was very, very impressed with that young man. And, folks, I believe he was a wrestler. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Uh, he was a wrestler that found the Lord, and now he's out on the streets, and uh, talking about Jesus, uh, God has a very powerful call on his life. I guess there must have been 30 phone calls that came in that night, as I can remember. I was really impressed with him. And, you see, that's what it's all about, is that you go. 
But uh, as he gets further training in the deliverance ministry and more experience, you see, uh, he'll, uh, he'll know that you can command those devils. Yes. And uh, the way you do that is uh, the same way Jesus did. Uh, Jesus said, hold thy peace. Shut up. Don't speak. Be still. Don't wretch her. And you can talk to demons like that and give those commands the same as Jesus did, and they will obey. And the other thing is is to go ahead and call the angels to pin them to, the, to wherever they are. Yes. Because the angels will come in and pin them down. You don't have to have people holding them down. Amen. You have the whole point is getting control of the demon as quickly as you can, and uh, once you get a hold uh, of the demon, that the demon recognizes that you know what you're doing and who you are in Christ, then they obey. They will not obey until they know that you know what you're doing. It's like that story I told you one time recently uh Omega Man when I was in Africa and they had the drug addict over there and Bishop Kenka said, No, Doctor Holiday, if that man manifests, don't go be him, he says about ten men have to hold him down when the anointing of the Holy Ghost comes. And I got under the anointing and he started manifesting and the men were around him holding him and I just, in the spirit, ran over and grabbed him by the stomach and put him down on the ground like a wrestler would do and put my foot on his stomach, cast the demon out. And uh, Bishop Kanka says, Dr. Holiday, I have never seen a woman cast a demon out like that, and particularly a white woman. So... You know, color doesn't matter, race doesn't matter, uh, woman doesn't matter, man doesn't matter. Everything that matters is the name and the anointing and the power and your authority and you knowing it. And you can call on heaven when you're in a battle, and heaven will respond. It will respond. Uh, You know, just like the guy with the knife up to his head. That demon also said, he said, I'm going to kill you. I, I said, you can't kill me. And I just laughed at him. I said, there's no devil that's going to kill me. I said, I only die when Jesus calls me. There's no devil going to kill me. I've seen the Lord pick my car up on two different occasions and lift it over a car, cars that I was going to hit. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, I was going to hit it. And the Lord uh, just picked my car up and put it on the other side of those cars. You can go and uh, see the tire marks. Uh, Several people that know me real well went over and looked at them, where as the car bounced back on the street, I put my, my, my foot is frozen on the brake, and the car just digs into the road and leaves the dark tire parts. Wow. I tell you, we serve a mighty God. Amen. And that God is above and can do above. This is what the Word says. I can do above 
all that you can even think. Amen. Now, if you yeah. get a little cold and you can't get, you can't fight the battle, bind the demon, plead the blood, do everything you know to do. And if you can't get the victory, call the strongest prayer warrior that you know and pray and get the victory over it and start getting victories in your life. How in the world would you fight cancer if it hits your body? You see, it's levels of training, so you get deeper and deeper and more powerful in the Lord, and the devil comes and tries to kill you as he has me on several occasions since uh, since I've been a minister. He, he, he tried to kill me about three years ago. He tried to shut my liver down. I hadn't been to the doctor in 27 years. Wow. I turned as yellow as you've ever seen. And I just get up and drag into the church and preach and drag home. And one night I was in the bed and I just felt like I was going to die. And uh, this big uh, being appeared in front of me with blue eyes and blonde hair. And I was so weak I couldn't even speak to it. But I opened my eyes and looked at it. And as soon as it knew that I could see it, it took off. You see, wow. you've, got, you've got all the power in the world that you need, but you've got to start experiencing it in your own life through prayer and fasting and do these things that you're learning. And I want to give you a warning, my friends. Don't try to cast out devils and be in sin. Don't, don't, don't keep your little habits of uh, drinking and smoking and uh, rolling around with... Uh, uh, strange men or women and thinking that you can live a normal American life and be a powerful deliverance ministry, demons will overcome you and kill you. Yes. If you think that you can do that, I'm here to tell you, just don't even pick up the sword. Don't Amen. do it. It's dangerous. Very dangerous. And uh, if you're tuning in right now, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We've got Dr. Pastor Pat Holiday on tonight with Miracle Internet Church. And if you have a question for Dr. Pat, we'll open up the lines. You can call in at 917-889-2745, and I'll put you on the line with Dr. Pat. Uh, Dr. Pat, there's a question from the uh, chat room. Uh, Man-child witness asked, I need deliverance from self-condemnation. It interferes with me praying and getting in the Word. What's the motive of this spirit, and how powerful is it? Well, uh, self-condemnation a lot of times comes from uh, rejection that has been put on a person by perhaps the father or the mother rejecting them or being overly um, too strong in their disciplines, uh, speaking word curses over the person like, oh, you never do anything right. Uh, you, you're never gonna be worth anything. You can't learn nothing. Those kind of words. And the other thing is a lot of times whenever they come up in a family where the husband or the wife are in constant fighting situations and yelling and screaming at each other, the kid always takes on the rejection thinking that he or she is the cause of those fights. And uh, it puts on 
I'm just not worthy. I'm not worth anybody. Nobody loves me. I'll never. And then self-condemnation comes on. What you have to do is, first place, you need deliverance from that. The second place, you need to get you a good, strong King James Version of the Bible and start reading the New Testament. And you have to read the New Testament that it was written for you. The New Testament wasn't written for the world. It was written for Christians. And there are scriptures in there that tell us that we are no longer, I think it's Roman, Romans 8, we are no longer under any condemnation. Yes. And the reason that you're not under any condemnation is because now you belong to Jesus Christ, and when you get saved, he translates you out of uh, the old kingdom, Satan's kingdom, into the new kingdom, and he adopts you into that new kingdom, and old things pass away, and all things are made new, and what happens to you is through that uh, adoption, your bloodline is purified, your spirit is purified, and you become what the Bible says, a new creation in Christ Jesus. A new creation. And what does that mean? It means that you become something that now exists after you become born again. Something new that exists that never existed before. So you're a new creation. So all of those sins... All of that rejection, all of that stuff that you went through before you got born again, washes away. Now, the way the devil gets that to hang around and hang on you is he'll project thoughts into your mind and he'll say, he'll project it as though you're thinking it. Every little mistake you might make, he'll say, you see that? Nothing happened to you. Jesus is not real. You're still the same old person. You still cuss. You still do things. Well, see, after you get born again, then the transformation begins when Jesus begins to sanctify you. And day by day, little things that you used to do, he will begin to convict you of those things and convince you to throw them to the wayside Next thing you know, you're living a holy life unto the Lord, and you're walking in your new creation status. So, but the very, this is why deliverance is needed, both deliverance and teaching. Teaching teaches you what the Word says. Deliverance cleans your vessel out so that the devil can't terrorize you and push you along. So now, if you want to get free, here's what I want you to do. I want you to just lift your hands up in the air. And Bruce, you pray with me. Yes, ma'am. So that he'll pray. And you pray with us. Say, Lord Jesus. Yes. You say, Lord Jesus, Bruce. Lord Jesus. I love you. I love you. I ask you. I ask you. 
To come and live in my heart. To come and live in my heart. Be my personal savior. Be my personal savior. I repent. I repent. From all my sins. From all my sins. I ask you. I ask you. To come and live in my heart. To come and live in my heart. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I thank you for the gift of salvation. I thank you for the gift of salvation. I ask you tonight. I ask you tonight. To to give me my deliverance. To give me my deliverance. From self-condemnation. From self-condemnation. Now, I want you, if it's your mama or your daddy or a girlfriend, whoever it is, say, Father. Father. I forgive them. I forgive them. For rejecting me. For rejecting me. Tonight. Tonight. I will be free. I will be free. I bind. I bind. And cage. And cage. Spirits of bitterness. Spirits of bitterness. And rejection. And rejection. And rebellion. And rebellion. And every devil. And every devil. Of Antichrist. Of Antichrist. And spiritual blindness. Spiritual blindness. Spiritual deafness. Spiritual deafness. And in the name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus. I bind all family inherited spirits. I bind all family inherited spirits. Ten generations back. Ten generations back. Ten generations forward. Ten generations forward. And in the name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus. I command them. I command them. In agreement with Bruce Lee. Or Shannon and I. In agreement, yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And they have to leave me. And they have to leave me. Because Jesus is the deliverer. Because Jesus is the deliverer. Now I want you to just take a deep breath and breathe them out. Breathe them out. That's right. Deep breath. Deep breath. It could have been your wife or teacher, mama, daddy. Now take a deep cough and cough them out. Cough them out. All the way from, that's right, all from out. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Here's what the Word says. He says, God will forgive you if you forgive others. So, say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I have forgiven them. I have forgiven them. And I ask you to forgive them. And I ask you to forgive them. And save their souls. And save their souls. And now, Lord Jesus. And now, Lord Jesus. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. And from this day forward. And from this day forward. I will walk. I will walk. As a child of God. As a child of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. Praise God. Do you have something else, Omega Man? Wow, that's powerful. Yeah. Yes. If you have a question for Dr. Pat, uh, you can call in at 917-889-2745. Or if you do not want to call in, you want to pose your question in the chat, uh, we will go ahead and uh, give that to Dr. Pat. Uh, so, uh, usually when people get saved, uh, you have to begin to teach Christian character and you have to teach them who they are in Christ Jesus because everybody knows their little bad points. And since the devil has uh, magnified them, they all feel like they can never do anything, be anything. And actually, there are uh, mind lands just filled with with talent from people that have never brought their talent forth to use for God because they feel like they will fail. Uh, I remember uh, before I got saved, I went to a fortune teller, and I'm not I'm telling you not to do that. That was before Jesus, okay? But I remember she told me that you're going to write a book. And I, I thought, I never write a book. I can't write a book. I can't do anything like that. And that's flooding in my mind. And I just threw it away and forgot about it. And I thought she was the biggest pony in the world because I cannot write a book. Well, friends, I've written uh you know, a lot of my articles are 30, 40 pages long, <laughs> and they are little books. And you can do that I in one hour. Would, yeah, it takes you a long time to read some of my articles because they're deep and you have to study them. But uh, to be honest with you, uh, I've probably written a couple hundred books, if you count okay. the articles. I have 185 articles hung up on script. And that many or more over on Remnant uh, Resource um, Network dot org, and so I can do things that I never dreamed possible that I would be able to do. When I used to go out and debate the the women in in uh, the women livers, I used to fight against those women, and I would sit down and study all day long before I'd have to go to a debate. So when I found Jesus, Jesus said, I'm going to help you with the uh, to do this. Just do it my way. And he would have me to study a little area of uh, the uh, masses of amounts of uh, information that you had to know. And I would go to the debate, and I would... Uh, through the anointing of Jesus, uh, debate areas concerning that issue that the women livers had never heard because they're all just mind-controlled anyway and just beat the socks off of them. And uh, I knew that it wasn't me doing it. That was the most amazing thing. But that was as a baby Christian. The Lord taught me spiritual warfare, how to do that and how to how to do things that I never dreamed possible. And so Dr. Pat, we at, have our first caller on the line. Okay. 
We're going to uh, go to the phone lines here. Uh, Call, are you on the air with uh, Dr. Pat? Hello. Yes, uh, Call, what you want to do is turn on your uh, speaker just a little bit. Okay, there you go. Okay. How are you doing tonight, my friend? Uh, oh, pretty good, pretty good. I'm doing okay. I noticed in the past I listened to your show with um, Dr. Pat, and one of the questions I have uh, comes up, like, when you call upon, like, the war angels, you know, the case, you know, certain uh, demonic spirits and things of that nature. But can we call upon um, certain angels from the Most High God to, like, command the, the demons to loose our finances? Because yeah. I don't believe in, like, because I don't know how to do that, but because... I know that I should be prospering, and I'm not. Okay. Uh, That's an excellent question, and I can tell you that uh, most Christians, most real Christians are not prospering. Mm -hmm. It's the phony, baloney Christians that are prospering. But what they've done is they've taken the Word of God, and they use the Word of God, and they uh, are prospering through the Word, by just using the Word of God. And the devil's helped them to prosper because he's using them to steal souls. However, the way the Bible says it, God has given us the promise that we should prosper. In, uh, and I can't quote all the scriptures tonight, but in Deuteronomy 28, you yes. see the curses coming down on the people that hate God. And yes. the curses were that they were going to get hit in the pocketbook, and they, their children were not going to be uh, well, and so on and so forth. Uh, the blessings are shown in that same uh, chapter, and uh, it shows that God is going to, and the Bible, and I'm talking from memories tonight now, gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible says that God will bless you when you go out, and he will bless you when you come in. So the first thing is that you have to latch on to the Word of God and begin to believe it and believe oh, okay. that it yeah. was mm-hmm. just for you, okay? Amen. You yeah. you can quote the Word of God, sow it into your heart. When you have a need, sow the Word into your heart. And uh, what does the Bible say? It says, faith comes by hearing. The Word of God. So every time you quote the Word of God, you're hearing the Word of God, and that's going to build your faith up. Now, the next thing you can do is we can bind the devils that are stealing from you. Uh, We discovered several weeks ago, we've been talking about how God showed us that the devil has stolen from every real Christian their finances and other things, and he puts them behind a wall. And uh, what the Lord showed us, uh, I, I believe it was a Mega Man saw that dream, had that dream, and the Lord showed us that the dream meant that uh, the inheritances of the saints are being stolen by the demons and placed behind the wall. And uh, so God said, but, he said, I am the battle axe. So we've been, uh, uh, in our prayer lives, we've been calling the battle axe to go tear down the wall to release our uh, funds and things that the devil has stolen from us over the years. And I'm telling you, it's working for me, Bruce. 
Amen. And uh, Amen. I'm sure it'll be working for you. And yes, then the spirits that are stealing, there are stealing devils. You can take authority over the, the demons of stealing from you, bind mm-hmm. them up, cage them, and uh, send them to the feet of Jesus to be judged before their time. And uh, also, uh, you know, Jesus, whenever he was going to go to to, to uh, the cross, he said, I could have called uh, legions of angels. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, anything that Jesus could do, he's left that anointing and power for us to do connected to him. We're an extension of his anointing and his power. So you can speak, and now think about that scripture. You go look it up later. It says, yes. any, anything, he said, I could have called, I, Jesus, could have called mm-hmm. uh, legions of angels. Legions of angels. But I chose, he chose mm-hmm. to do the will of his father. Yes. So, we don't have charge of the angels. The Father has charge of the angels. So we don't boss them around like the third wave people. You know, they give them names and they come in and spread uh, gold dust in their meetings that are worthless yeah. and uh, jewels that are worthless. I mean, if God comes and gives me a diamond, why should I have to beg for money, right? That's right, man. Uh, and uh, so, but anyway... Um, <clears throat> You ask the Father, Father, the devil's been stealing my finances, and I'm asking you to send the warring angels and defeat those devils that are stealing my finances and bring it back to me sevenfold. Amen. sevenfold. The Bible says that if you catch a thief, he has That's to repay right. you sevenfold. So... uh Omega Man, you want to pray for this young man? Absolutely. And um, Dr. Pat, if, if you still have time, we have our uh, switchboard lighting up. And I'm going to extend the program tonight. And anybody who would like for prayer, we will get to your prayer request. Uh, brother, what is your first name? Richard. Richard, okay. And um, what is your request tonight? You're, uh, you're asking God uh, to break well, this. Uh, what, what, one Yes, and one like she just mentioned too, because he has been um, stealing, and um, I know about the um, seven four, as it says in Proverbs six thirty one. Yes, absolutely. Uh, let me ask you a question: Are you tithing um, to God? Yes, sir. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Even when I'm not working, I don't call it tithing, you know, because it's only earned income. But I, I sow seed, and I just sent um, send out the fact she probably don't. Normally, by over the phone, I never met her personally, but uh, I, she been emailing. I was the one that didn't have food in my house. Me and my wife Irma, and we sent her a hundred dollars. And um, and I heard one of your um, archives teaching. I never heard that part before. The last part by sending it to a deliverance ministry. I knew about the Jews and the um, and the widows. You know, I have been helping out one of my cousins. That's a, a widow, and it's a shame because you know, uh, not that I'm helping her out. What I'm saying is that. Uh, her brothers, you know, um, I grew up with them, and there's 14 of them, and I'm my only child. And her uh, brother lived next door to her, and he won't even cut her grass. And he's a preacher. Wow. Oh my God. And won't help her out. And she said, I'm the only one out of all the relatives that's been helping her. 
Well, the reason I ask you is because one. the word says if you'll do that, God will rebuke the devourer, and Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and he would like to steal all of our finances. So when you do that, that activates um, God on your behalf. So we're going to agree Amen. right now in prayer. And get, Sir, give me your first name one more time. Richard. Richard, okay. Yes, sir. In agreement with Dr. Pat right now and the listeners out there, the believers agree with us for Richard. Father, God, right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift up Brother Richard and his needs right now. We break all hexes, vexes, curses, and spells sent against him and command him to go back to where they came from sevenfold. We bind all witchcraft attacks that have been sent against him. We bind up all demons. We bind up all curses against his finances. We bind them in Jesus' name and command them to go back to where they came from sevenfold. I bind a strong man in Richard right now. And I bind any demonic spirits. And I command you to come out right now and go to Jesus Christ to be judged before your time. We apply the blood of Jesus to Richard right now. Father God, I'm asking that you would loose your warrior angels down right now to go into his house and give him a hedge of protection around his household, his property, his finances. In Jesus' name, we ask God for a wall of fire around him in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5. And right now, we bind any attacks against his finances. The Lord rebuke you, Satan. Loose your grip from him right now. And you are commanded in the name of Jesus Christ to give back to him everything that you have taken from him sevenfold. Because it says when the thief is called, he must give back sevenfold what he has taken. So the Lord rebuke you. Satan, we arrest you right now, your foul spirits that have been involved in stealing this man's blessing and what was due him, and we command you to give it back to him now sevenfold. Now we bind you, your foul spirits, command you to go to Jesus to be judged before your time. We ask all this, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Again, we apply the blood of Jesus to him from head to toe. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 It's done. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank Praise you, Lord. God. And I Father, believe. we release this same prayer over every listener that has these needs that this young man has. And we, uh, what I want you to do now is, I want you to say, Satan. Satan. You have no authority. You have no authority. Over my life. Over my life. I bind you up. I bind you up. And I command you. And I command you. That you can never. That you can never. Touch my finances. Touch my finances. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, I ask you. Father, I ask you. That you will deliver me. That you will deliver me. From the powers. From the powers. Of all family curses. From all family curses. Concerning financial gain. Concerning financial gain. If there were any members. If there were any members. In my family. In my family. That was indulging in witchcraft. That was indulging in witchcraft. Freemasonry. Freemasonry. Or any other thing of that sort. Or any other thing of that sort. I bind it up. I bind it up. 
Now, have you been involved in any of that stuff? No, but um, my mother was, but I had broke all that up. It was the um, okay. the one where you say Freemason is opposite that, uh, the one for the, with the women. I forget what they call it. Yeah, the Eastern Star. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, it. Yes, so Eastern Star. Now, Father, Jesus is the deliverer, the word says. Uh, yes, Jesus, right. stand right in front of this young man and the others that are praying for their same situations and deliver him instantly from all family curses, hexes, spells, every devil uh, that is hindering his inheritance to come out right now. Take a deep breath and cough it out. Deep breath. <coughs> cough it right out. Every bit of it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. They're coming out. They're coming out. They're coming out. Kundalini, I bind you up. I cut your tail right now off. Now you just slide right out. Slide right up that spine and out. Leviathan, I cut your tail off. You slide out of that mind in the name of Jesus instantly and immediately. You will obey. Take a deep cough now. Cough them out. Every python spirit, I bind you and cut your tail and all the vipers. I bind you and command you to come up and out. All tails are cut. Now, what I want you to do is cough those snakes out right now. All of them are free to come. This name. Yes. Now, what I want you to do, I want you to say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Fill all those empty places. Fill all those empty places. And Holy Spirit, come in with your fire. And Holy Spirit, come in with your fire. Burn all of those hiding devils out of me now. Burn all of those hiding devils out of me now. Now take a deep breath and cough them out. Everyone caged, come out. <coughs> out. All. Oh. Yes. Amen. <coughs> yes. Amen. God is so good. Praise the Lord. Now say, Holy Spirit. Ooh, there's Holy one Spirit. right up by the throat. There's one right up by the throat. Just clean and cough it out. <coughs> yes, here it comes. Okay, Come say, Holy you, Spirit. Hmm? Holy Spirit. Fill me. Fill me. With your Holy Spirit. With your Holy Spirit. Overflowing. Overflowing. And now lift your hands and just let him... Uh, anoint you with your prayer language right now in Jesus' name. Praise him. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Shandala Hansanda Shike Mahasanda. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shandala Kirida Mahasanda Lamaso Nishakanda Lekiri. Isha Mahasanda Le Shirina Musinekanda. Ye Shirida Mahasanda Lakurananda Shirire Musanda Shirikanda. Ne Shirumu Mosanda. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I give praise to your Father, God Almighty. Praise. I give praise to God Almighty. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for calling us. Praise oh, Jesus. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much. God bless you, brother, for calling in. Oh, God bless you, too. Thank you so much. Father, we ask that the angels take these cages to the feet of Jesus and judge him before their time, and we forbid them to ever return to this man, and we forbid reinforcements from coming. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Uh, you're tuning in to Omega Man Radio Network. We're going to keep the lines open. We've got another hour, if that's all right with you, Dr. Pat. Sure, I, and, uh, I'm here with you. <laughs> our chat room is filled up. Uh, people are getting set free tonight, getting baptized with the Holy Spirit, so praise God. Uh, we're going to go to the next line, and uh, if you'll be patient with us, we will get to everybody. Okay, we're going to go to the next caller. Caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat Holliday. Hello? Yes. Hello there. Okay. Hi. My name's Janice. Hold- yes. Uh, what I was talking about, I was chatting in the chat room, and they told me to call in, um... This is something that's been bothering my sister and I, and we don't know exactly what to do. She's moved in with me because my husband had a brain aneurysm, and and, um, uh, Dr. Pat had prayed with me several years ago about this, and uh, he's in a a rest home. But now that my sister lives with me, she at the back door is seeing like uh, spirits, or whatever you want to call them, demon spirits, and they can, like, come and go, and they, like, try to peek, like, peek their head in through the door at the back door and then back and forth. And she mm-hmm. sees this kind of stuff. And then recently she said she had kind of seen them in the hall because I'll bind them and get them out when she tells me they're around. Mm-hmm. And But then the other day she told me ever since she was a small child that she would have them, they would teach her. And I never knew this. And she would cover herself up because she was all scared. And then they went away and never heard from them again. And then she moved into this home uh, prior to coming here with me. And there was two older people in that home, spirits. Because she looked up out of her chair one day and then they were there. And they, I think the man, if I've got this correct, told her that they wouldn't bother her. She would not bother them. And she just kind of like, uh, what, you know, just kind of left them alone. And then when she moved to my house, she said she was seeing this stuff in my back door. So I need to know what to do and if these are demons. Uh, yes, they're demons, and they uh, I would uh, say that they're familiar spirits. And uh, they're probably coming down your family line. Is there anyone in your line that you know of that were in witchcraft? I have a real big suspect that my grandmother was. She was from Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And just some of the stories I was told and overheard, I believe that she she was into the herbs. Now, I'm into herbs, but I'm I'm a naturopath doctor. But she was, did the, you know, I I, want to understand, yes, she was in in it or went to visit the witches or whatever for healing. I've always thought that's something to do. Well, you see, the, the, these are spirits that come down the family line, and they're looking for a way to enter her. Uh, they're looking for uh, a way for that door to open so that they can possess her. Uh, and that's why they're following her and hanging around. Now, is she a Christian? Yes. I, I mean, I think she is, yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. And see, uh, the the only way that the way that they can come to her is is through sin. They can come through fear and trauma, and uh, they can come if she invites them. So uh, what you need, to, what we all need to do, and the people in the chat room, we need to all come into one accord and bind them, and cage them, and send them to the feet of Jesus because they're not in a body; they're just hanging around trying to do something. So can they come uh, to me? Are they uh-huh. just her? Are they her spirits, or can they bother me? No, no, they they're looking for bodies. That's what they're oh, looking anybody. for. Anybody? They could okay. be spirits. See, they could be spirits that yeah. came when your grandma died. Uh, what happens in witchcraft is it's a family line thing, and when the when the person's going to die, uh, those devils. Uh, have a chosen person in the family that they want to come to. And when that person dies, they go to that chosen person. And she could have been their chosen person, and they haven't been able to enter. But uh, what happens is uh, we just need to bind them. They're not, they're not ghosts. They're demons. And, uh, she hasn't picked up the, um, she hasn't picked up the, the, uh, uh, crystal balls, so to speak. So they yeah. haven't been able to come in because of that. So, uh, hmm? She also has, this is another thing too, and I don't know if this goes with it, but she can lay hands on people and wherever that area is, it gets real hot. Yeah. She, she kind of gets things told to her that, they just, like, she knew she was going to live with me before she ever came here. She knew this years ago, she said. She saw it. Yeah. Those types of things. Ask, so it's, okay. Yes, and see, witches and psychics uh, and wizards, they claim that they can heal people, okay? They can't, but they do claim. What happens in a you know, witchcraft healing, as a matter of fact, is a demon, say you got a demon over on the left side, and uh, you open yourself up for a witch or a wizard to lay hands on you, that demon will just move over to the right side or over into the back. But they cannot heal. Uh, they're not creative. All a demon is sent to do is to rob, kill, and destroy. Uh, this is why when Todd Bentley... Uh, went on international television, and he had made claims down in Lakeland that over 150 people had been raised from the dead, and they had no paperwork on even one. No miracles. They couldn't prove anything. And so because uh, wizards can't heal, witchcraft can't heal. And so um, she's probably the designated vessel that the grandmother uh, that the spirits that were in the grandmother was going to come to her. And those spirits are hanging around her waiting for the door to open to come in. And, yes, and uh, uh, the healing uh, powers Beth, of... Mm-hmm. 
these uh, these healers that people are going to, the Reiki healers, these uh, New Age people, um, they will take one spirit out and they'll put in one even more powerful. So yeah. bottom line is you're going to continue to be uh, going around with a demonic spirit. And you've just well, actually probably... I've around a lot of that. You know, I, I work around in. people that do that. Yes. So That's I'm what they do. They they're not going to bother you if you don't open the door. Yes. Uh, they have to, the the way a, a wizard or a witch works, a voodoo and that kind of stuff, is they get a message to you. And uh, like if they say a witch puts a hex on you and he, she says, I'm going to kill you, they make sure that you find out that they've made that hex a curse because fear come on you, it opens the door for them to work. I mean, they put hexes and curses on me all the time. doesn't work. Well, that's why I listen to everything that the Omega Man is bringing. And I even forgot how I even found him. But everything that's coming, because I'm trying to find, you know, some way to keep, you know, to figure all this out and to Mm -hmm. keep, because I was very angry and very hurt and everything when my husband, when this happened to him. So I know. You know, I know I had to let all that go. And by listening to y'all, it is... Let me ask you this. Tonight when we prayed the prayer of forgiveness, did you join in with that prayer? Uh, was that earlier? Because I did miss some of the show. So Yeah, okay. Dr. Pat, you want to lead her see, to that prayer? Yes, I will, but i got to explain to you. Anger opens the door for demons to come in. Bishop Kenko told me, he said, Dr. Holliday, do not get angry. Fight getting angry, because if you get angry, a demon come. And so you've got to uh, forgive. Now, who who is, why are you, are you blaming God for taking your husband? Well, in a way, yeah. And I know, and I don't so much anymore. It's I was just very angry. I guess I was angry with my husband because this happened, and I had bad words with my father-in-law because they blamed me for all this happening. And I know I did forgive him and his wife. It's been hard, but I have. It's just I don't know. Okay, it's a very simple thing. It was. It was just. I don't know. I just have not been able to get through this. Okay. Both of these things are very simple problems. The first one is that uh, forgiveness is not an emotional feeling. It's an act of your will, okay? So I want you to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I forgive my husband. I forgive my husband. And his family. And his family. And Father God. And Father God. I forgive you. I forgive you. And I ask you to forgive me. And I ask you to forgive me. And you will forgive them. And you will forgive them. And save their souls. And save their souls. And tonight. And tonight. I ask that you take away from me. I ask that you take away from me. All spirits of bitterness. All spirits of bitterness. Anger. 
Anger. Unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. Rebellion. Rebellion. Hate. Hate. Spiritual blindness. Spiritual blindness. Spiritual deafness. Spiritual deafness. And every spirit that is attacking my mind. And every spirit that is attacking my mind. My body. My body. And my spirit. And my spirit. And I bind them up. (laughs) And I bind them up. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And I command them to leave. And I command them to leave. I cage them and command them to come out now. I cage them and command them to come out now. Take a deep breath. That's right. Talk them on out. Everyone. People listening, you can be getting the same deliverance. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Now, take a deep breath and ask the Holy Ghost to come and fill those places. Holy Ghost, come in and fill these places. And what I want you to do is to ask Him to burn the hidden spirits out with His fire. Take a deep breath and cough them out. They're burning. They're burning. They're burning. In Jesus' name. That's right. Everyone. All. That's right. Everyone. Nothing can stay. Nothing. Now, I take authority over all familiar spirits coming down your family line from your grandmother, and I bind those that are watching your sister, and I cage them, and I bind all of the religious spirits that are involved in this. I bind necromancy spirits. I come against spiritual wickedness, all fornicating spirits, sins of the flesh, Judging spirits, selfish spirits, passive meditations. I come against peeping, muttering spirits, fortune telling. I come against false prophecies. I come against drugs, hallucinogens. Every devil that's coming down from that grandma and the witchcraft spirits are bound. And in the name of Jesus, I command them to go into the cage right now. You take a deep breath and cough them out. Deep breath. (coughs) Everyone. There's not one to stay. Lord God, we ask that you have an angel standing right in front of her, warring against all of these devils in Jesus' name. Satan, you are defeated over this family. It stops today. All harassing spirits are bound. All fearful spirits, torturing spirits, traumatic spirits. Every devil that has come to rob, kill, and steal, you're bound. I bind up that psychic healing uh, 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 false gift in the sister. Bind those two devils up. 
that are following her and cage all the spirits inside of her. And in the name of Jesus, Father God, set my sister free tonight so that she can help her sister, bring her sister on the prayer line next time we meet so she can get free. And in the name of Jesus, lift your hands and ask the Holy Ghost to baptize you right now. Lift. Say, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. I've asked Jesus to save me. I've asked Jesus to save me. I've asked him to forgive me of all of my sins. I've asked him to forgive me of all of my sins. And be my personal Savior. Be my personal Savior. And the Bible says that Jesus is the baptizer. The Bible says that Jesus is the baptizer. Of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Touch me, Lord Jesus, and fill me with your Holy Ghost from my head to my toes. Fill me with the Holy Ghost from the top of my head to the bottom of my toes. Just raise your hands and start praising him and let, let him give you the gift of tongues right now. In Jesus' name, go ahead. Raise your hands and just praise him. Other people that are listening in on this program are receiving the baptism at the same time. Thank you, Jesus. We cage all these spirits and send them to your feet to be judged before their time. Do I hear you praising the Lord? Yes, I praise the Lord. I praise you, dear God. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you and I worship you. I thank you for everything. I praise you, dear God. I praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, shkillin' my gosh, shkillin' Praise you, Lord. You see, folks, Jesus is uh, the baptizer of the Holy Spirit. And he came that you would have the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is important to your life. Uh, the Bible says that he came to as your guide to teach you and to lead you into all truth. It's important to have the Holy Ghost. And so you can't earn it. You can't be good enough to receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, he is uh, God, and he wants to come in so that he can help you with your everyday situations. And so if you got the Holy Spirit tonight, uh, if you got deliverance, whatever's going on, write uh, uh, Shannon Lee and let him know and me. And You know, it just gives us thrill to see Jesus moving in such a way. Uh, Shannon Lee uh, came up in a church uh, sort of the same type of the church that I went to a couple of years ago. It was um, Church of God. Very powerful, very powerful Bible teachers in the in, in that particular denomination. But people used to uh, have a very hard time receiving the Holy Spirit. And one of the reasons that they did is they were taught that you have to tarry until the Holy Spirit comes. And people, some of them have been tearing for years, waiting for Jesus to make a decision to come. He wants to be there. He wants to come in because you need that power. And then when the Holy Spirit comes in, 
he begins to work with you on a daily basis to build you up in your most holy faith. And uh, the book of Corinthians, First uh, uh, Corinthians 14th chapter, uh, teaches us about tongues. And tongues is a gift from God for the purpose of building us up on our most holy faith. And so it's not something that we can earn, uh, just like we don't earn the gift of salvation. We just ask for it, and we repent, and Jesus comes. That's all there is to it. And so if you got the baptism tonight, or deliverance, or or you were able to forgive someone that you've been holding uh, some grudges against, uh, please let us know what's going on in your spirit, because we're praying for you. Thank you. Yeah, my sister came in as this was going on, and I just pushed her in the kitchen and turned the <laughs> the computer on and went to my bedroom. So she's been hearing on that end, not really knowing what all she's got into. So Oh, uh, <laughs> She has some ideas, oh. so I'll try to explain. Oh, okay. Going on. You bring both... her back the next time we're on the air, and we'll minister personally to her. We we would count that a privilege. But meantime, we put the wall of fire around each of you and the blood of Jesus over you, and we believe that God the Father will send legions of angels to war for you that these devils don't have an open place to walk in and out at will, and uh, they cannot cannot touch you. We forbid any spirit from touching you. We forbid any reinforcements from coming, and you be blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you so very much. God bless you, Janice. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Dr. Pat, you know, I feel like I've just been to church. I think we have. I've, I've just been to the Miracle Internet Church. <laughs> and we have about 35 more minutes remaining, so we got time to take your calls. Let's go to the next caller. Uh, Dr. Pat, do you need to take a break at all? No, I'm fine. Okay, let me know. Did all right, caller. Break? I'm good. Caller, I'm, okay. you're on the air with Dr. Pat. Hello? Yes, yes. Uh, good evening. Yes, good evening. My name is um, my name is Carrie On, and I'm calling for prayer for my sister. She has a problem where it's like she just can't stop stealing, and she just walk, walk, walk. Sometimes she don't even know why she's walking so much. Well, she that could that can be a driving spirit. Can you hear me? Yes, Shannon? ma'am. Yeah. Uh, that can that can be a driving spirit. Uh, does she does she say why she walks? No, I was talking to her and she said sometimes she don't even understand herself. She said sometimes it's like she just can't stop walking. Okay, is she a Christian? No, she's not. But I'm a Christian and I have a problem also because I noticed these last days every time I take up my Bible to read my word, I just have a strong stuttering problem. Okay. What church do you go to? What kind of church? I go to a church of God. Okay. Where is that church of God out of Tennessee? No, ma'am. It's in Missouri. Okay. Okay. What what we want to do is um, 
I want to ask you, have you ever been to a fortune teller or a root worker or anything like that? No, ma'am. Anybody in your family? Not that I know of. Okay. And uh, you asked Jesus to be your personal Savior? Yes, I do. You, you did that already? Yes, ma'am. Did you get the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Yes, ma'am. And so, but you're still being harassed? Yes. Why do you suppose you're being harassed? Why do I, why do I think? Yeah. Why, why do you... I'm ready. I'm so I'm so eager in my spirit. I'm, my soul is just so thirsty to just start doing the work of God and start working in in the ministry. Okay, you want to go in the ministry? Yeah. And you think you're being harassed because you want to go in the ministry? I think so. Okay, and that's a great possibility. But uh, if you tune in uh, every. Uh, uh, Thursday, and we'll be back on Saturday. Uh, if you think you want to go into the ministry, this is where you can find a lot of spiritual help and uh, a lot of spiritual teaching to uh, teach you to be a strong Christian. Okay. Uh, now, was your mom and daddy saved? No, they're not. My daddy, he was, um, I don't know what's but, but I know he lodged. My mama, she's not saved. But she wants to. Okay. Bring her on the Internet uh, uh, and let us uh, minister to her. And oh, your daddy, what did right you now. say about what'd you say about your daddy? He's um he's a large member. Okay, is it I Masonic? Don't know what that is about. Yeah, is it Masonic, you think? Yeah. Okay. Then uh, that's an, uh, another reason that could be harassing you. What happens when these men go into the Masonic Lodge? They think they're in like a fraternity, uh, like a, a social club, and uh, they don't attribute uh, spiritual things to it at all. And yet the whole thing is built around witchcraft. And so when they get them up there to uh, say the various oaths to the various degrees that they have, that they give them, they're actually guiding them into the pathway of witchcraft. The ones that understand that they're in witchcraft, they're only the very highest of the high, which are usually your 33rd degree masons. Uh, the rest of them is just fun and games and helping people and partying and they just don't understand that they are entrapped by the powers of witchcraft and the devil. But what happens is when a man gets involved in that stuff, uh, those devils have every right to come down the family lines and attack the children the grandchildren, the great-grandchildren, all the way down to the fourth and fifth generation. And so one of the things that I've particularly noticed over the years concerning uh, that uh, spirit coming down the family lines 
is that it attacks the inheritances of uh, the children, and it starts operating immediately. They lose their inheritance. If they have a financial inheritance, uh, somebody will come in and steal the money from them uh, illegally if necessary. They lose it, whatever it is. The devil is not a gentleman. So what you have to do to get out from underneath your dad, you've become a Christian, but those curses have never been broken over you. So I'm going to have my brother to pray for you to break those curses over you and release you in Jesus' name. Shannon? Yes, ma'am. All right. We're asking the uh, listeners out there to believe with us right now. And to experience deliverance for themselves. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Ma'am, what is your first name? Carrie-Ann. Marianne? Yes, Carrie-Ann. Carrie-Ann, okay. Yes. Do you know Jesus as your Savior? Yes, sir. Okay, praise God. All right, Father God, in Jesus Christ's name, in agreement with Dr. Pat and the listeners out there right now, we lift up Carrie-Ann. Right now, I'm not talking to you, Karen. I'm talking to the strong man in you. I bind you in Jesus' name. I command you to come out right now and go into a cage. I bind all demonic spirits residing in you right now. I command you to be bound up and go into that cage right now in Jesus' name. We rebuke the spirit of infirmity off of you. I bind the spirit of fear and command you to come out and release her right now in Jesus' name. The Lord rebuke you, you foul spirits. All demonic spirits, come out of her right now. In Jesus' name, and go into that cage. I break all hexes, vexes, curses, and spells that have been sent against you. Any Jesus, command them to go back to where they came from sevenfold. Yes, God. Right now, we bind all witchcraft attacks that have been sent against Kyrian. We bind all evil spirits and demons. Attacks that have been sent against her. Command them to be bound up and go back to where they came from now. In Jesus' name. Yes, God. We break all demonic silver cords that are attached to her. We cut them right now in Jesus' name. We cut all ley lines attached to her in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, rebuke you, you foul spirits. Loose her right now in Jesus' name. And we send that cage to the foot of Jesus to be judged before their time. We apply the blood of Jesus to carry on right now from head to toe. We pour the blood of Jesus on her right now in Jesus' name. I'm asking God that you would loose warrior angels down right now for her protection. In Jesus Christ's name, put a wall of fire around her in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5. I ask God that you would fill her with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ's name. We thank you, God, for what you're doing right now. Amen. Uh, Dr. Beth? Uh, what's your name? Marianne? Carrie Okay. Uh, okay, what I want to ask you is, have you personally ever been to a root doctor or a fortune teller? I, I, I want to say a root. I, I, I want to say a root doctor, and it, it's 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 a church. But they yeah, they they go to church. Yeah. They carry Bibles too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. But that was a long, long time before I got saved. Okay. Um, 
I want you to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That I went to the root doctor. That I went to the root doctor. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me. I cut all garlands. I cut all garlands. Uh, linking him to me. Linking him to me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I bind him from soul traveling to me at night. I bind him from soul traveling to me at night. From speaking into my mind. From speaking into my mind. Trying to control me. Trying to control me. And in the name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus. I bind up the powers of witchcraft. I bind up the powers of witchcraft. I bind up every prophecy that was ever said. I bound up every prophecy that ever said. And I return my life totally over to Jesus. And I return my life totally over to Jesus. And no false prophecy can come true. And no false prophecy can come true. I bind up all those prophecy devils. I bind up all those prophecy devils. And command them to go in to the cage. And command them to go into the cage. And in Jesus' name. And in Jesus' name. I clear my mind. I clear my mind. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. And I command every octopus spirit. And I command every octopus spirit. To to be bound. To be bound. I cut their legs off. I cut their legs off. Uh, they have no control over my organs. They have no control over my organs. And I command them. And I command them. To loose now. To loose now. Now, do you have a sickness of something that the doctors have told you that you're sick? That you have an illness like like uh, maybe uh, arthritis or sugar diabetes or something? No. I just have um, I just have um fibroids. But it's what been is a it? long time since I've been diagnosed. It's called fibroid tumors. Yeah. Okay, now what I want you to do is speak to them. Say I speak to you. I speak to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I curse you. I curse you. Right at the root. Right at the root. I command you to die. I command you to die. I circulate, uh, I put a circle of the blood of Jesus over you. I circle the blood of Jesus over you. I bind my blood from coming to you. I bind my blood from coming to you. And I killed you right at your roots. And I killed you right at your roots. And I command you. And I command you. To come up and leave. To come up and leave. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And you will do it now. And you will do it now. 
And all those other things must come out with it. And all those other things must come out with it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now take a deep breath and cough them out. Every day. <coughs> Obey the name of Jesus. All. Everyone. It's moving up right now. Come out. Here it comes. Yes. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. We command it to come out of the throat right now. Come out. You cannot lodge. You will come out peacefully. You cannot tear. You've got to come out peacefully. Come out of Jesus. Now. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Loose your throat now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you you come out right now in Jesus' name. Off it out. Thank you, Jesus. We bind that thing out. Come out. Come out, you foul spirit, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we command you, you to go. We command you to become smaller. You become smaller. Instantly. Pour the blood of Jesus down your throat right now. Come out right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to command God. Command it to become smaller. Thank you, Jesus. Change your shape and come smaller right now. There. Yeah. Here it comes. I yes. pray the blood yes. of Jesus against yes. you right now in the name of Jesus. Loose her in Jesus' name. Just pop it out now. Pop it out. In the name of Jesus. Pop it out. Loose her in Jesus' name. Pop it out. Immediately. Pop it out. Glory to God. Yeah, there it comes. Pop it out. Come out in Jesus' yeah. name. There it goes. I heard it. Yes. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hey, this is going to be a strange uh, question to ask you, but um, did your daddy want a boy when you were born? I don't know because I've never, I, I've never grown up with him. Well, you've never heard somebody say that, oh, it's a girl, I wanted a boy? No. Okay, and in other words, you were separated from your father? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I want you to say, Jesus. Jesus. I forgive my father. I forgive my father. For his total rejection of me. For his total rejection of me. But I have a new father. But I have a new father. And he's the God that loves me. And he is the God that loves me. And so tonight. So tonight. I forgive my father wherever he is. I forgive my father wherever he is. And I ask you to save me. And I ask you to save me. And I ask you to bind the spirit in me. And I ask you to bind those spirits in me. Of bitterness. Of bitterness. Unforgiveness. And unforgiveness. Rebellion. Rebellion. Spiritual blindness. Spiritual blindness. Spiritual deafness. 
spiritual fitness. Everything that has kept me from God. Everything that has kept me from God. Is bound. Is bound. Now, um, I saw coming from your father, okay, it was a masculine spirit, though you're a girl. Yeah. And I'm not calling you a lesbian. Please understand we're talking about spirits here, okay? Yes. So I want you to say, I renounce. I renounce. Every spirit. Every spirit. That came from my father. That came from my father. I cage him. I cage them. And all the spirits that's that we have seen tonight and all the spirits that we have seen tonight are caged are caged are you married yes ma'am okay and i thank you for my husband and i thank you for my husband and in jesus name and in jesus name i bind up the spirit of asmodeus i bind up the spirit of asmodeus and command that to go in the cage, too. And command that to go in the cage, too. And now I'm coughing you out. And now I'm coughing you out. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Take a deep breath. And just cough it out. Let him go. Let him go. Oh. Nothing to stay. Amen. Amen. Now I want Amen. you to say, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Fill all these empty places. Fill all these empty places. Come in with your fire. Come in with your fire. And burn all the roots. And burn all of the roots. Those octopus legs. Those octopus legs. Free me from my head to my feet. Free me from my head to my feet. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now take a deep cough and cough the rest of them out. Every. Amen. 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 Now, what I want you to do is say, Holy Ghost, baptize me. Baptize me. With the Holy Ghost. With the Holy Ghost. Overflowing. Overflowing. And give me my gift of tongues. Give me my gift of tongues. And just raise your hands and praise Him. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We worship you, God. We lift you higher, Jesus. We exalt your name, O God. We praise you, God. We give you the highest praise, O God. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for your word of deliverance. Thank you, Lord. I praise the name, Lord. I glorify your name, Jesus. I lift you high, O God, for there is none like you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. We praise the name, O oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, thank let you, me God. ask. Let me ask you something, honey. Is your mind involved in this? Ma'am. Are you thinking about what you're saying? Yes. Sir. Is your okay? Because what I see is that you're involved in praising him, but your mind is thinking about praising the Lord. What we want you to do is to ask him to give you the gift of the Holy Ghost. Open up your mouth and just let him speak through you. Yes. Okay? Because it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with your mind. Yes. You know that? Yes. So just praise him and open your mouth and speak in your language. Yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Okay. Praise him and open your mouth and let him just speak through you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. You don't have to work for it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I think we need to feel me, oh God, with your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I have your way in me. Have your way, Holy Spirit. I have your way, Holy Spirit. Fill me into places, oh God. Okay, now let me ask you a question. How do you feel? I feel light. You feel light? Yeah. Uh, do you? What do you feel in your mind? In my mind? Mm-hmm. I believe every word that was spoken, and I believe I'm set free. Do you have peace? Yes, ma'am. You didn't have peace when you first came on the phone, did you? No. You see, the Holy Ghost brings peace. Yes. Now, something's hindering you from you receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. That yes. does not mean that the Holy Ghost didn't come in. He's in. Yes. yes. Some people receive the Holy Spirit right when you're praying for them, like you have seen the others do. Yes. And other people are too self-conscious to do that, to receive it, they're, they're tense and thinking about it and all of that. So I want you to continue to praise him tonight when you get off the phone. And I, I believe you'll you'll come on through because the Holy Ghost loves you. Okay? Amen. And we, we surround you with the blood of Jesus, the wall of fire, and ask the warring angels to protect you and your home in Jesus' name. Bruce? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Make a man. Yes, I am here. Yes. I was was doing two things at once. I apologize. (laughs) Do we have any more calls? Absolutely. Thank you, caller, for tuning in. Wow. Folks, uh, this is called on-the-job training.
<laughs> Praise God. This is what the deliverance school is all about, because it's every believer's privilege to do deliverance, and this is how you learn. Um, under the tutelage of Dr. Pat Holliday tonight. There has been a powerful anointing tonight, Dr. Pat. And if Amen. you would like to call in for prayer, we have about 10 more minutes remaining. The number is 917-889-2745. It's not too late to get in the prayer line. Wow. Uh, I wanted to tell you that um, we've got testimonies coming out of the chat room. People are being delivered. Uh, there's all types of um, coughing, vomiting, people getting set free, uh, people crying, praising the Lord. I had no idea we were going to have such a powerful night tonight. Amen. Praise God. This this makes it all worthwhile, Dr. Pat. Yes, it does. We give the Lord the praise. Anytime God shows up, there's going to be miracles that happens. His Son, Jesus Christ. Wow. Well, uh, why don't, since you mentioned that word, why don't we pray for miracles? Yes. And ask God to, the people that have needs in the chat room and the people that are listening, uh, whatever's wrong with you, if you have something wrong in your body, sugar diabetes, uh, arthritis, you can't see, you can't hear, lame, whatever. I have seen the lame, the blind, the uh, people that can't hear, young children healed of deafness. Uh, even some young children healed of uh, retardation. Find the spirit yeah. of Boise right now trying to interfere in this conversation in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we cage you away from our equipment and send you back to wherever you came from. In Jesus' name, and forbid you to ever return. And every witch and wizard that's still trying to work their weak powers, I speak to you in the name of Jesus, and I warn you to be very careful because I don't play around and I don't take attacks very lightly. And I'll stand up and I've won every battle. So don't think that you're playing around with a little novice tonight. You better back off because... We love you. We want to see your soul saved, and we're praying for you to be saved. Be smart and get out of it while you still have a chance. Amen to that. Uh, Dr. Father, Pat, do you want to go ahead and pray um, for the chat room you, out there and the listeners? i tell you what. I'd like for you to pray for the miracles okay. because God's going to do something through your ministry tonight. All right. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua, we come together tonight, Dr. Pat, myself, and the other believers. We want to thank you for tonight and what you've been doing. And right now, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, we bind all the curses that have been sent against the listeners out there. All the witchcraft attacks, all the demonic attacks, all the hexes and vexes and curses and spells. We bind them away from them, and Dr. Pat and I, we command them to go back to the sender, to do to them what they had intended to do to us, Sevenfold in the name of Jesus Christ. We apply the blood of Jesus to the listeners out there right now. Right now, we bind all spirits of infirmity, all spirits of cancer. Come out of the people right now in Jesus' name. And go to Jesus to be judged before your time. We break the back of Satan, which has been attacking the finances out there of the people. We bind you 
in the name of Jesus Christ, we command you to loose God's people. Come out in Jesus' name. Loose yourself and go to Jesus to be judged before your time. We bind all spirit of fear of the end times. For the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear. We bind you. Loose the people out there right now in Jesus' name. We ask God that you loose legions of strong warrior angels with flaming swords to go down out there right now and stand guard around the families of the believers tonight for their protection in Jesus' name. We take authority over all the strong men and demons and anybody that does not know Christ tonight, the witches and the warlocks. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ and command you to be caged up in the name of Jesus. All you foul spirits, warlocks and witches, you will lose your power now in Jesus' name. You are stripped. We arrest you, demons. Go into a cage right now in Jesus' name. We apply the blood of Jesus to that cage, and I ask God in the name of Jesus that you and loose angels down there right now to read the scriptures to those demons 24 hours a day to marinate them. We ask that you would send your Holy Spirit, Father God, to convict them of their sin and their need for your Son, Jesus Christ, right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Dr. Pat, you want to take it on? And Father, we uh, loose the Spirit of God over these people, and we loose the power of your Holy Spirit over them to keep them filled with the Holy Ghost, and we ask you to give them a spiritual hunger for Jesus and his word, and that uh, you will draw them, God, to continue on. We bind all spirits of sin and ask you, God, to strengthen them that they can stand against sin. And Father, while Shannon was praying, uh, you showed me somebody had AIDS, and we take authority over that spirit of AIDS and bind it up in the name of Jesus. And whoever you are, I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I ask that you forgive me for all sexual sin, and I repent, and I turn away from everything that I've done, and I ask you to touch my blood and let your holy blood flow through my veins. I ask you to deliver me from the infirmity of AIDS in Jesus' name. And we command it to come out immediately and instantly. Come out now. And the Lord is showing me that this thing has hit your lungs and you're having a hard time at times breathing. Take as deep a breath as you can down into your lungs. That's right. Now cough it out. That's right. Here. Yeah. Cough it again in Jesus' name. Now ask the Lord Jesus to send the Holy Ghost to fill those empty places. Take a deep breath. That's right. Fill Holy Ghost. From the head to the feet. Burn out all of the symptoms. Everything that came to rob, kill, and steal. We break every curse over the sexual organs. And we break the curse from coming down the family line from this dreaded disease in Jesus' name. Baptize this person, God, in your Holy Ghost. And we bind up the spirit of death. And we command you to come out right now 
In Jesus' name, just breathe it and cough it out. It cannot tell you if you make it go. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Dr. Pat, we've got another prayer request that just came in. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got uh, Lisa. Lisa that has uh, said, uh, please pray for me to get healed of macular degeneration. Uh, It Mm -hmm. is a curse in my family. Mm -hmm. And so right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, Dr. Pat and I and the other believers, we lift up Elisa. We bind all spirits' infirmity. We're not talking to Elisa. We're talking to the strong man. Come out of her right now in Jesus' name. All spirits of infirmity, we break the generational curses. We stand in the gap for her, and we cut them right now in the name of Jesus and apply the blood of Jesus to that curse. The Lord rebuke you, foul spirits, all spirits of infirmity, macular degeneration. Come out of her right now. In Jesus' name, and go to Jesus to be judged before your time. The Lord rebuke you. We curse this infirmity just like Jesus cursed the fig tree. We command you to dry up right now. Be healed right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We apply the blood of Jesus to your eyes right now in Jesus' name. We cauterize them with his blood. Amen. We ask you, Lord, that those little veins in the back of her eye become healed, totally delivered, healed by the power of the hand of Jesus. Amen. And Dr. Pat, we've got another that is being attacked by a spirit of anxiety. Would you like to take that one? Yes. Uh, Anxiety is really fear. It's worrying about what's going to happen. And a spirit of fear comes on you and you get all confused and upset. We bind the spirit of anxiety. We cage it. Spirit of fear and trauma. And God said, uh, don't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. Sufficient is the evil of today. And so in Jesus' name, I take authority over that and cage every one of them. Come into the cage. Now, you take a deep breath and just cough them out. That's right. Just cough them out. The Holy Ghost, baptize you with the Holy Ghost and burn all of the other devils out. In Jesus' name, we give you glory and praise. For you are great and mighty God. You are King. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. Praise God. Dr. Pat, we've got 60 seconds. I wish I had 10 more hours with you. Praise God for the miracles tonight. Uh, Amen. Give out your contact information, please, Dr. Pat. PatHoliday.com is the webpage. Uh, MiracleInternetChurch.com is the the Internet Church for those out there that have not a good preacher or a good church. You can get a lot of word up in both of these web pages. And uh holiday dot pat at gmail dot com is my Gmail address. And uh we ask you to pray for us and uh uh Shannon, tell them about Saturday night's intercession. Have you heard about that? I repeat that again. Uh Saturday night, the men oh, yes. are going to be. Yes. Uh, Saturday night at 8 p.m., we're doing spiritual warfare intercessory prayer. We would like you to tune in 
before that, we're going to be doing prayer, and then there's going to be also a conference uh, hosted by Rando. Uh, I'm waiting for the uh, the time and date on that, and we're going to publicize that. But, uh, folks, uh, spiritual warfare intercessory prayer is the most single important thing that any of us can do. So I've asked Dr. Pat to begin uh, teaching and, and doing this live on the air Saturday nights at 8 to 10 p.m., so you're going to want to tune back in. And that's going to be us, but what about that men's prayer? And, uh, Rando, um, we want you to uh, give us the, um, the the time of the program, and we're going to publicize that. I'm sorry, Dr. Pat, I had an announcer come over and it blocked out the uh, the volume there, so I didn't hear the question. That's right. Oh, okay. Uh, Rando is going to be giving us that information, and we're going to announce that. And, by the way, uh, Rando is doing a program right now over at uh, blogtalkradio.com slash Rando. Uh, everybody go over there and support him. Um, wonderful man of God and... Uh, Dr. Pat was on the program just two days ago, so if you didn't catch that live, you need to check it out in the MP3. That's and I think right. we have we have just went off the air, Dr. Pat. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what, hap- what happens is I get a total of three hours, and um, and then um, the um, the voice will come on and say ninety seconds. So when you asked me the question about Rando, I couldn't hear you because oh, okay. it came out and blocked out your uh, your voice, but. That's right. Rando is going to be doing a um, a program, and I'm just waiting on him to uh, give me the time so we can announce it. Um, uh, could you hear I, me good? I can hear you great. In fact, let me uh, stop the uh, recording here, and I'll call you right back. Okay. <laughs> 